Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. to see after Star Wars. Austin Powers. American Pie. Wild Wild West. Eyes Wide Shut. Notting Hill. Which makes us ask the question, why American Pie? Okay, well, one time at band camp, I stuck a flute. (coughs) Is it getting caught? Hey, Jimmy. Just wanted to say sweet dreams. Yeah, yeah. Good night, Mom. I I think he's trying to watch some illegal channels here. Illegal, Illegal channels? This is just a uh, bad reception, honey. Oh, baby. What's that? You know what, dude? Just uh, give me this. Oh, and let's God. get this. Yeah. Oh. What the hell's the matter with this thing here? The awkward moments. I want the right time, the right moment, the right place. It's not a space shuttle launch. It's sex. The infatuation. I love you. Okay. <laughs> the desperation. What exactly does it feel like? Warm apple pie. The fascination. Huh? We'll just tell your mother that uh, that uh, we ate it all. Hello, welcome to Rewatchability. It's the podcast where we watch older movies and TV shows that we haven't seen in a while, see how they stack up with our modern eyes. I like how you said <laughs> older, eyes. Yeah. like to flatter them. Like, you're not old, you're just older. <laughs> yeah, refined movies. You're yeah. aging gracefully. Yeah. <laughs> Sophisticated movies. Movies aged like wine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like a movie yeah. today. <laughs> like, uh, I, I'd pair our movie today with, uh, you know, maybe a, a piece of fish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe nice a nice stiff drink. Yeah. Uh, Stiffler's mom. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's disgusting. I'm sorry. Well, we are talking about American Pie, the 1999 uh, teen comedy starring a uh, bunch of people you haven't thought about in a while. <laughs> they, no, like half of them are on Orange is the New Black. It's true. Jason <laughs> Biggs and Natasha Lyonne. Yeah. That's true. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. But before we get into the movie at hand, I do want to thank our sponsor, HelloFresh, and take a moment to thank all of our Patreon donors. Those are people that donate a couple of bucks a month. Help us keep the show going. Uh, you get perks such as bonus episodes. We just did an episode about sort of the summer movies we saw this year and, mm-hmm. uh, and posted that. And you get the episode a little bit early and it helps us keep the show going. So if you mm-hmm. want to find more about that, go to, uh, rewatchability.com. There's a button you can click mm-hmm. or patreon.com slash rewatchability. Yeah. Yeah. If you donate enough, you can take Blaine's virginity. <laughs> <laughs> We're not selling it. I told you we wouldn't Come sell on, that. We need the money. He got no. the idea from Big Little Lies. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so let's talk about American Pie because, well, this is kind of, we're doing it sort of a belated back to school thing. Yeah. Thing. What's a good kind of school movie? Mm-hmm. And while this movie is not ex- exactly about the studies. <laughs> no. We were going to do back to school, but that was, that was two on point. I would love doing back to school because it's my favorite Rodney Dangerfield movie and my favorite Kurt Vonnegut movie. <laughs> Wait, what? It's Kurt both. Von- of all of, the, of like the three or four movies Kurt Vonnegut's in. That's you don't the like best. Slaughterhouse-Five? He's not in that. Well, okay. <laughs> he should be. <laughs> but so American Pie, this was a huge movie when it came out. It came out in 1999, which was like a huge movie year. Yeah. You know, we've talked about some of the other movies that came out that year and mm-hmm. how it was just like just a lot of things that dominated the cultural conversation. Like what? For years to come. Like Matrix? The Matrix, uh, uh, Blair episode Witch one. Project, right. Episode One, Being John Malkovich. Fight Club, American oh, Beauty. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, they were really loading up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just in case like the apocalypse came. Y2K. Exactly. This, oh, is yeah. like, this is the last chance we're going to have to watch movies, so let's get them 
them all in. Yeah. <laughs> no, Finish your script. No use sitting on that witch in the woods movie. Just get a handy cam. And, you know, you don't know what's gonna what's gonna happen. So when did you guys first see American Pie? Blaine, I'm gonna start with you. This is maybe this is my most shameful admission. I think on this podcast, I you fucked a pie. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked this movie. No, I um I I liked this movie when it first came out. It, I was jealous of it because I had written a script in high school where it was about four friends. American Strudel. That are just... That, <laughs> the German. They had to change the yeah, posters. It was, yeah, it was a semester abroad. No, I, where it was four friends and they were all trying to get uh, laid, uh, which is is not a good idea for a movie. <laughs> Very original. But, but this movie came out and I was like, no, like I wrote this. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we could if we could ever send like this podcast back in time to teen Blaine, he would just kill himself. <laughs> I know, man. Because of all the I things know. you've said. I thought you wanted to help him. <laughs> nope. No, this is the bullet sent back in Wait, time. So what what happened in your movie? Just four friends? They Yeah, they didn't end up doing it because they realized that, like, you know, pe- uh, women are people in the end of the movie. <laughs> so that's lame. Yeah, uh, which is something women that... Women don't like sex either. So <laughs> yeah, just, everyone should stay away from each other. Um, yeah, it's like a school dance. No. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just a comedy. It was a stupid. I wrote it in like grade nine, and it was very stupid. And yeah, and we I'm never. Sure it was great. Yeah, I'm sure it was <laughs> my best. Well, work. It wasn't super bad. Like Seth Rogen wrote that in high school with his friend. This could be the uh, next super bad. Yeah, know? it could. It could be the reboot of American Pie, yeah. and that would be. It's about my, <laughs> my opus. Yeah, so I saw this movie and I was like, oh, this is so funny. And I really liked it when I was a teenager. That's my experience with it. Rob? You really liked it when you were a teenager. I mean, you just, that's, that's it? Yeah. Did you, have you watched it since then? You know what? I haven't. I haven't watched it since then. I thought, it, I thought there was like some funny part. I watched Can't Hardly Wait way more than I watched American Pie. That and was were like you like my teen? Right. Yeah. And were you like deep into the franchise? Did you? Uh, no, I never watched another. Did American you do the pie. Naked Mile? <laughs> the Naked Mile? No, I don't even know about the other, the other pies. The Band Camp series. The, oh, was there an actual series? Yeah, the, I know that Eugene Levy wants to renovate his kitchen. <laughs> right. Straight he to video series. One of them. He was in all of them. Yeah. God. Which I was thinking about today is kind of just sad for the character because. Isn't yeah. he's like a camp counselor? Like he's a I, presumably he's got this nice house, and he, I, I just thought he had like a real job. <laughs> like I don't even—he's not like he ran the camp. I think he was just like he was just one of the counselors. <laughs> it was like it was like four eighteen-year-olds and then him or something. Jesus! No, I never saw it. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> you seem to know a lot about it. <laughs> well, you went to this camp, didn't you? No, I looked it up today. I looked up the writer of the movie to see what else they'd written, and it was just like. American Pie, American Pie 2, and then, like, characters inspired by a bunch of shitty movies no one's seen. <laughs> wow. A lot of help me notes. He wrote a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Uh, what about you, Rob? When did you first see this movie? Well, so, I didn't see this movie because I... You were uh, cool. You no, never saw it? No, no, I didn't ever see it. When it came out, I distinctly remember thinking that it looks stupid. I didn't like the people who really liked this movie, Blaine. <laughs> Classic friends, old friends, me and Rob. Yeah, so I, I didn't see it. You know, I think I like heard it, like parts of it once while my siblings were watching it, while I was like on the computer facing the other direction. But, you know, I had no interest in seeing this movie whatsoever. And so I didn't until you forced me to. <laughs> <laughs> but you were you were pretty counterculture in your teen years, right? Like, you Yeah, were... I was like Abby Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> I was dropping acid and following the dead and hanging yeah. out with Allen Ginsberg. <laughs> yeah, you do that to tune in, apparently. So. No, I just, yeah, you know, I don't like, you know, mainstream things, especially when I was younger, things that were sort of like marketed towards teens. And I also, like, I, I didn't really like the whole, like, pop punk sort of, like, crass. Like there was, like, a celebration yeah. of, like... Uh, Stupidity. Yeah, like, dumb male testosterone. And, you know, it didn't appeal to me, so I never saw this stupid fucking movie this year's, until... It's a good thing you didn't get Rob to read your script. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> I have some notes. <laughs> I mean, 1999 was really good for stupid male testosterone stupidity. Like, right. And this, Fight Club was there, The Matrix. Like, yeah. 
it dominated the culture. Yeah, and those at least like try to be smart. This sort of like revels in stupidity. Oh yeah. Not to judge people it, who enjoy this movie, but it feels like a, a, a Fairly Brothers ripoff a little bit. Like yeah. they were trying to be something Laura's about marrying. Or, when was that? Was that that might have been the year before this? Yes, yeah, ninety seven or eight or something. Yeah, yeah, that definitely like cracked open the let's make a comedy but put as much semen in it as possible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For sure, people yeah, always take right. the wrong lessons from movies. Yeah, oh, semen works. Well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember. It sure, the, wasn't the characters or like no, no, no. The, the comedy that was over the no. Nope. People love. Spunk. <laughs> oh, God. Um, well, you almost did a spit take. Yeah. Oh no. Well, what's That's in your worse. coffee? <laughs> yeah. This is a gross out podcast. Is then I'm putting it down. Yeah. I can't drink that water anymore. Thanks. Guys. Yeah, it's gross out comedies. Those were like huge for like yeah two or three years for a while. Yeah. Two thousand one. I saw this movie on the big screen. Wow. You know, you really can't appreciate it. You know, watching it on at home. Yeah. No, you yeah. can't see Eugene Levy's eyebrows. The detail yeah. under the sock. <laughs> right. Right. But, you know, I don't even remember, like, liking it or disliking it. I think I probably was, like, halfway in between you guys. Right. I think I wanted to go see it because, like, everyone was seeing it. But I think I also uh, was dismissive and felt too cool for it. Right. So I was really just a big hypocrite, basically. <laughs> yeah. But but I don't remember really having strong feelings about it. I just remember it being a movie that everyone was seeing because we were in high school at that time. And for high school students... That year, that was just something that was almost mandatory, it seemed like. Yeah, everyone was talking about it. Everyone said jokes from it. Stifler's mom was a big thing. Milf came into being as a thing that people said. I hate that. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, John Cho. Yeah, John Cho, that was nice to see him. He goes on to bigger (laughs) and better things, unlike the rest of this cast. And I felt felt kind of bad because I also looked up the guy who plays... Finch in this movie? I was yeah. like, what's that guy been doing? Because he he like he played that character really well. Yeah, but he has a supporting role in the Harold and Kumar movies. It's right. like, oh I see, they like they switched. <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe it was like they like <laughs> ran over like a psychic with their car and, <laughs> and they were gonna switch bodies or right, something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So do you want to run down the plot of of this very complex erudite movie? I sure do. Okay. Long, long time ago. No, that's not. I can still remember. <laughs> no. Nope. When I stuck my penis in that pie. That's the song. I think that's the song. Yeah. This yeah. is a direct adaptation of the Don McLean tune. You have to wonder, like, if they just asked Don McLean if they could, like, name a movie after him. And he's like, wow, that's that's really cool. That'd you be want really my, nice. my life rights? Or? <laughs> just no. Like, no. It's a song about the 60s or nah, <laughs> close, close. So this is about, like, Buddy Holly and the Big Bopper? <laughs> it's, it's a metaphor. The, the dying of their virginity is a lot like that plane going down. Oh, God. Oh. Okay, well, so it starts with some, like, wah guitar, some, like, moaning. We assume that we're hearing a married couple having a conjugal moment. But okay. instead, it's it's a teenage boy. His yeah. name is Jim. He's played by Jason Biggs. He's masturbating right. while watching a scrambled television channel. Right. Now, a little bit of context <laughs> for the younger generation. Uh from us veterans. Yeah, you, you could you could purchase a box that would descramble channels, but they were scrambled otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. And like this was most of TV, not just porn channels. This was like the movie network. I watched movies, whole movies scrambled. But basically everything interesting and basically the only thing that you would try to like strain your eyes <laughs> to try to <laughs> decipher was porn. And that's because, you know, the, the internet wasn't really a thing yet. I mean, it kind of was a thing as we find out later in this movie. Well, it's yeah, it's, it's weird. A, weird because, liminal space yeah yeah it's it was a weird time it was a weird yeah. time in 1999 yeah I, and the scrambling of the channels was also it's weird because in this movie wait why well, I, I guess i'm kind of spoiling it, but his parents walk in yeah that's right uh but his the, mom then his dad his mom keeps saying like oh you're watching illegal channels they're not illegal yeah, they're not they're illegal. Just, they're, not. They're, yeah, they're scrambled for a reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can Anyone enjoy can watch them the that scrambled way. version if you like that. If you get off on that, <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong. <laughs> it might form a weird fetish where he can't, you know, as an adult, he won't be able to like make love to his partner yeah. if they're in focus. Yeah. yeah, or they're not multicolored. Right. <laughs> yeah. He can yeah. only get off on Picasso paintings. <laughs> yeah, I need to look at you through this lava lamp. <laughs> But so, yeah, his parents catch him and he's got his pillow over his 
crotch, but his dad pulls it away and they... they yeah, that's weird. Like, wh- there's a lot of weird motivations in this movie Yeah, that are setups for jokes. I mean, the best comedies are the ones where, like, the motivation matches what the character wants anyway. Yeah. But why would the dad be like, oh, here's a pillow. I'll just take that away from my <laughs> son's crotch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, you're a man. Do him a small mercy. <laughs> you were an adolescent at one point. At that point, just smother him with that pillow. <laughs> like, that's enough embarrassment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Here, son. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, I didn't really even understand the physics of that because he's got like the sock on top of his boxers. Oh but, yeah. Well, it was through the fly hole in the. Oh, boxers. okay. The, I forgot about the fly hole. Yeah, You're wearing your boxers. So backwards. he was still pretty shy. <laughs> <laughs> the whole he had the door closed. <laughs> yeah. I guess his mom just barges in a lot. <laughs> but then you think he'd have more caution. Yeah. I mean, this whole thing really confused me as a kid. I don't know. I mean... But, I mean, like, let's be honest. I mean, when we were of that age living in our parents' houses and we had to, you know, we had our needs, Right. it was always a fear, you know? This is, like, channeling into something, like, deep and primordial, I think. I mean... Yeah, I think that's the only time American Pie has been described as primordial. (laughs) uh, Okay. (laughs) Or deep. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, well, anyway, so this kid's a high school student. He has a bunch of high school friends. Oh, uh, I, I do want to say it cuts to the title after that scene, and the title is like, it looks like the iMovie default font. That, oh, like, man. no one bothered to change. It's just the worst <laughs> font. Yeah. That may be the most dated thing about this movie in which people are watching scrambled porn and, like, using the shittiest webcam. Yeah, dial up And uh, not understanding what consent is. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's so horrible at one point. So these guys are, like, high school friends. There's, like, Oz is one of his friends, Chris Klein. They all have kind of weird names. Yeah, well, everybody in high school had, like, a weird name. I like, guess so. I guess it's a nickname. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you have a weird nickname? My uh, my nickname in high school was Segway. <laughs> what, really? <laughs> yeah. Because you were the wave of the future? <laughs> <laughs> no, this guy gave me the nickname. It was for, it was, I was on an improv team, and he just came in, and he gave one of my, one of my best friends, he was like, hey, you shall be known as Matlock, and you, you shall be known as Segway. And I was like, fucking Segway, it just feels infantilizing and awful. And my friend was like, "Yes, Matlock." Well, at least he didn't get named. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say at least he didn't get named after an eighty-year-old lawyer. No, but he loved Matlock, and oh. then no one yeah. called him Matlock because he had a better. His name was Tim, and they called him Tim Prof, which was just a better nickname. But then everyone just all right, playing. We don't care anymore. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, put well, it, save it for your script. <laughs> so we meet all of the kids at school. We've already met Jim. There's Oz. He's like a you know kind of a jock dude. There's Finch, who is like this milk toast sort of mochaccino drinking. You know. Yeah, yeah, I, I immediately hated that guy because yeah. he's like, they're like, oh, you're drinking coffee. He's like, it's not coffee. It's mochaccino. That's a coffee. Yeah. It's got coffee in it. But also, how do you expect somebody to like look at what you're drinking and tell exactly what it is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck it's rude. You. I, there's, yeah. The weird thing about this movie is there's two characters that are seemingly like, <laughs> like 90 year old men that are like implanted in the bodies of young people. Well, that was like a, a type <laughs> in high school. Like, I definitely recognize these people as like types. to a certain extent, but they're just so like him and uh, Natasha Leone's character are just so world weary and so yeah. always. Well, Probably thirty ways she yeah. shot this. <laughs> well, and Chris Klein, he like looks like he's done university already. Like, yeah. so many of these characters do. I was, I, I meant more like the character traits, like, yeah, uh, like. But I see it more as like people trying to be adults and not really succeeding, rather than you know. There was totally a Finch in my high school. Yeah, the guy who knew everything and talked about communism, and you know, I guess it's it just fun. like I, I don't know, like if if there had been more scenes where like. His pomposity was, like, undercut. Right. I was just telling somebody how one time I went to the Salvation Army and bought a suit (laughs) just on my lunch break, and then I would randomly just wear a suit around school. (laughs) Like some kind of asshole. (laughs) You were that kid. That's amazing. So maybe that's why I'm defending Finch. Oh, God. Fashion choices Happens to the worst of us. Best of us. Best of us. I tried to get an undone bow tie, like post-prom bow tie. As a thing. Like, I tried to just, like, make it a fashion thing that would happen, and it didn't become a thing. I just think we should have a little bit of empathy. Yeah. You should have just shown up to, like, school in the morning in a suit with an 
on bow tie and just like refuse to an- refuse to acknowledge it. <laughs> like, man, you don't even want to know. We just start doing Rodney Dangerfield routines. <laughs> I'll tell you, don't re- <laughs> yeah, let's get as many references to Back to School, the movie we didn't do, <laughs> that we want to do now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's also like Stifler. He's like the fucking dumbass. I definitely recognize this guy from high school. It's Sean William Scott. Great. Went actor. to your high school. <laughs> right. Yeah, he might have actually. <laughs> but anyway, he's like he's the sort of guy who you know through him they get invited to this party at his place. It's going to be like this big thing. Everybody's going to get drunk and have sex, mm-hmm. which is what you want to do at uh, that age. Oh, there's also this guy named Kevin who's dating Tara Reid. Yeah. Um, oh my God, that guy. Like that guy. Is I, I'm assuming the most punchable. <laughs> I'm assuming the actual actor like got food poisoning that day and they had to like pull that guy from the crew and be like, okay, you're an actor now. Like, you're, you're Kevin, go. Because <laughs> otherwise yeah. I don't understand what happened. It was so weird. He was being outacted by everyone else that was just in this movie for the first time, too. Like, Tara Reid! Yeah, Tara, Tara Reid acts, acts around him in circles. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the expression? He's like Laurence Olivier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt it was kind of hard to see, because Tara Reid, she's been through some stuff, and it was just like, oh, she was so nice. Like, yeah, she, she was goodness. Yeah, she was good. Yeah, well, their story is that like I mean he wants to have sex with her but she wants him to say that he loves her well I think she just wants to make love to someone instead of have sex with them you know and I, I can get behind that I can understand wow, that wow what a noble creature you are <laughs> <laughs> well well, I mean the plot of this movie is that they want to have sex right All these, they, and they, yeah. they form a pact and this like the, the first thing they say is that it has to be consensual and it's like Jesus Christ but then why is that I say but then 40 <laughs> minutes later they all forget about consent no. <laughs> that goes right out the window Fuck. <laughs> Yeah. We'll get to they that. probably should have gotten a dictionary when they said that. <laughs> right. But we, oh, we, I do want to mention about Stifler's party. Was, what was it? Was it in 10 Things We had, Hate About You, where at the end you saw the raw footage of what the party scenes looked like, like yeah. without the music? Yeah, that's and right. And it, it just seemed really awkward and stilted. That's what these scenes felt like in the movie. Oh, man. Because it's like the music's really low on the soundtrack. People are like snapping their fingers off the beat with whatever song they put in, and there's like hardly any extras. Like it just seemed like there's the fakest ne- part. <laughs> there's one like near a lamp swaying, and you're like, what music are you listening to? It's, yeah, it was all out of proportion. It was very weird. Yeah, but it's like here that they like decide, I mean, because one of the guys who like nobody likes gets laid right and they decide that they Sherman yeah, yeah they even say that they would rather die than let that guy get laid before they get laid but it seems right. to happen and so they have to uh, kill make each other this pact yeah. and they also I, I don't know if you guys saw but there were a bunch of articles going around like a year or two ago about that guy that played uh, Sherman, Sherman, the Shermanator, the Shermanator is like a waiter somewhere now. Oh no! So you people can't are do that movie and then be a waiter. You can't be frontline staff after doing that exactly movie. because yeah, he's like taking selfies with people oh, and people are like, hey, we met the Shermanator. He probably like, has the time of his life. He probably yeah. gets all the tail. <laughs> The lobster tail that he delivers. Yeah, he works a red lobster. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, yeah. I mean, but yeah, he seemed he seemed happy in the selfies, I guess. Yeah, (laughs) right. (laughs) So all the guys have different ways to sort of go about getting this challenge completed. Oz, Chris, Oz, whatever his name is, he joins the uh, he joins Glee. Mm-hmm. He joins the show Glee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he figures, like, you know, these goody girls. Uh, goody like, girls? Goody. You know, <laughs> goody. Goody. I think that's worse than anything anyone in the movie says. <laughs> hey, that's not fair. <laughs> no, but, like, you're, you're saying, uh, <laughs> no, I'm not going to defend you. I can't. Well, but I wasn't saying it. I'm saying it on behalf of the film. Yeah, but he. Film. But the, the they, moral of the movie is that women who can play music are, like, the last hope of people desperate for physical intimacy. Well, that's yeah, it's something like what he's saying. saying. Well, too, yeah. So they're, just mean, these, that works they're just these like pariahs of their school. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's like not another teen movie, too, with the albino that plays the guitar. It's like, no, nah, I can't do that. <laughs> oh, why didn't we do that movie that's this week? That's so funny. Oh, it's so good. But yeah, I mean, he joins Glee Club, and he uh, he's eyeing up this, this girl when he's singing. But I think he's just attracted to her, and he joined Glee Club. But everyone else is like, oh, he joined it to get laid. Yeah. Like, that's the reason. But I, they put that on him. I don't know. Well, By the way, everyone, like that. everyone in that Glee Club, terrible singer. Yeah. He's a bad singer, which, okay, like, he just joined, but even, like, Mina Suvari's bad. Right. The random other people are bad. Yeah. They're a bad glee club. What about John Cho? Yeah, he nails it. 
Yeah, he's great. <laughs> he gets that so much. <laughs> yeah. Well, so Jim, he's obsessed with the foreign exchange student. She actually like uh, wants to study with him because he knows a lot about world history or whatever. You're yeah. jumping over a lot of stuff. Well, I mean, there's like the different... titular scene for one. Which titular scene? The p- the pie scene. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, <laughs> so how do we set this up? There's, there. Were, I mean, Eugene Levy. We set it up with Eugene Levy. <laughs> yeah, because he kind of like is propelling his son towards sex in weird ways. Like he gives him porn. I don't think that we can blame Eugene Levy for this when they're talking. <laughs> when they're talking amongst the other I'm guys. Blame- <laughs> He asked, like, what yeah. is third base like? Because though presumably they haven't had full-on sex, some of them have been, you know, have played a little bit of baseball, like in that Meatloaf song. And he says... It's a good thing he didn't say it's like Meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd do anything for love, but I won't do that. Oh. He says it's like warm apple pie. Right. Which, you know, I, I think you meant as a metaphor. Oh... Because I did a little experiment. <laughs> oh, Which, I, I mean, I get it. Like, that guy's like a big dummy. You wouldn't necessarily expect him to, like, give a metaphor right. or to speak yeah. in, in that, yeah. that kind yeah. of way. So is it, well, is it apple think, pie or rhubarb? It's apple pie. Okay. Yeah. I think it's a crime of opportunity because it's not like he goes, gets a recipe, bakes this pie, waits for it to cool a sensible amount on the window, and then does the deed. (laughs) Yeah, so it's like murder and manslaughter is what you're talking about, the difference here. He sees a pie on the table. Yeah. And it's in his head. Yeah. And uh, And he manslaughters it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, also, like, an extra creepy layer is it's like a pie his mom baked for him. Yeah, it's very edible. (laughs) It's edible and and edible. edible. (laughs) No Uh, longer, no longer. I I, I never watched this movie on video before. never eating pie again. I I only saw, like, last time I saw this was in the theater. So on video, it's the unrated version, which I'm assuming is what you guys watch. Which is, like, in the original, he's just kind of, like, in the corner with like oh the pie stuck pie stuck to his crotch and in this he's literally lying on like the kitchen island it's missionary position yeah yeah humping the pie it's much more it's like like this whole scene is so bizarre and out of even out of place for like a raunchy teen comedy because it's so like it's something like you'd expect from a john waters movie or something (laughs) not not from like a mainstream hollywood teen comedy very subversive (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, it's it's an awkward scene, and his dad walks in on him in that scene. Yeah, which well, yeah, is even more walks yeah. in. Yeah, and yeah. He is, it is it is a sad moment. But also, like the title, it's just like the this whole movie's weird. Let's There's let's break it down <laughs> because the name of the movie is American Pie. Right, which yeah. harkens back to the Don McLean song, as mm-hmm. we talked about. Yeah, so there's which like the movie has nothing to do has with. nothing to do with no, but it's it's seemingly kind of, like it almost feels like we. They have to, because the rest of the movie is so generic, they have to kind of hang their whole presentation on this pie scene. Yeah. Like, that was all people talked about. Yeah. And it's just, again, it's just so, such a strange thing to conceive of in a movie. Did you guys read any about the, like, naming of this film? Because originally it was called, like... Untitled raunchy sex comedy or something like right. that. That can be made for under $10 million yeah, that's or right. something. Yeah, so the stu- studios looking at the scripts would be like, ha Yeah, and then it was no. given like a generic <laughs> title. And then there was actually another yeah, it was, movie It was given a title like, Gotta Lose It or some, something like that. <laughs> Gotta yeah. Lose It. Yeah, it was like something dumb like that. It sounds like a breakdancing movie. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta lose them all. Yeah. But there was another movie called American Pie, also right. featuring Eugene Levy. I assume also featuring somebody fucking a pie. But it was released as The Secret Lives of Girls or something. Oh. Oh, they swapped titles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that scene also had a... Yeah. I don't know. A, a pie? Yeah. That was part of the secret lives that they were I mean, leading. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's Eugene Levy is the problem. Yeah. I guess so. Uh, I guess so. Okay. So and there's and there's other like this other guy had had fucked a grapefruit at one point. Yeah. It comes that out. just was dropped in a conversation very casually at there's the a, end. There's a lot of <laughs> it's an epidemic in this school. There's a lot of assault on food. It's not. <laughs> it's not pretty. This movie. And just like I think it's a little insulting. Like the people around the world that don't have enough food to eat. Like people in the Western world are just fucking pies. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. There's a lot of outrage about this. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. The haves and the have-nots. That, that would not have been, you know, flown in Twin Peaks. <laughs> You'd be <laughs> thrown right out of town. 
<laughs> that happened at the double R. That was funny because I watched this like at the around the same time as the other Twin Peaks, and there was like a moment where like a pie was a very integral part of the plot. Right, right. And I was like, I hope Agent Cooper doesn't fuck that thing. <laughs> I know it's looking tasty. I don't know if Jim Belushi was eyeing that pie. Yeah, uh, uh, he was just hungry. <laughs> okay, so let's okay, let's move on from the pie scene. I'm sorry, I felt like we needed to. That's right. Dive that's into right. it a bit. Well, so yeah, it sort of goes on and. Uh, they sort of go about Chris Evans sort of he does uh, sort of like take a liking to this girl and Chris Klein Chris Klein yeah sorry he actually has a moment at the previous party where he's uh, with this like college girl and she's like majoring in women's studies or something like that and he has like he tries to use like these cheesy lines like suck me beautiful which is really cheesy and not just I mean not cheesy not just cheesy kind of awful (laughs) yeah but then she like sets him straight and tells him like to be like a decent person and to like consider that women are people yeah yeah and so we kind of like actually sort of takes that to heart and like you know which is sweet even though he has this like crazy not cool pact (laughs) i mean though the pact this sort of pact is like the crux of every teen movie yeah like there's got to be some sort of pact or dare or makeover or something revenge (laughs) plot yeah something yeah Yeah. that device all right, we're going to hear more about the pacts and uh, how how exactly these characters learn to respect other people after <laughs> yeah. these messages. They don't. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, we're back on rewatchability. We're talking about American Pie. We're talking about teenagers learning to become people. Uh, yeah. So you're talking about Chris. <laughs> Not good people. Because at the very, he's got like the most transparent kind of arc. Because at the very beginning, he's like shit talking, like yeah. <laughs> women's television channels. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. legal channels. It's like those like, should be illegal. <laughs> yeah, like 24 hour pantyhose or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you who should be in jail, Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that though. And then like. Like twelve minutes later, he's like watching, <laughs> yeah, you know, home, home gardening, yeah. yeah, for sure. And it's like, oh, I guess, <laughs> yeah, his storyline's pretty, pretty right. He, he learned to grow in a very short amount of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one out of five ain't bad. Yeah, <laughs> but he actually kind of learns from his lessons. Like he he talks, he actually talks to Mina Suvari and asks her about, and he's like, I'm interested in you. I don't know much about you. Yeah, like who who are you? Kind of thing, <laughs> which is something that that none of them, none of the other kids do. Yeah, he has base decency for yeah. a bit though and like his major thing is that like he plays sports and like there's this um duet that they're supposed to do at this competition and there's also a big game and he decides that he should do the big game but then there's a big speech and the coach says a whole bunch of double entendres about scoring and then he's like oh i should go do that fucking thing yeah right, right. Yeah. <laughs> that's his entire arc yeah there's other sure. things happening too because there's that <laughs> be guy- funny if you got there and then the glee club instructor just like also started like making demeaning comments about women he's like okay i'm gonna go back to the lacrosse game yeah. <laughs> Another thing that we forgot to talk about is there's the the one guy who's not pleasing Tara Reed. He's never given her an orgasm, according to Natasha Leone. Right. He gets given a gift by a young Casey Affleck. Oh, it's goes, so weird to see him in this. He's like, I need to learn a thing or two about pleasing women, so I'm going to go straight to the source and talk to Casey Affleck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Well, Casey Affleck bequeaths him the Bible. He's like, yeah. step one, find a weird friend who you want to make some shitty movie about. <laughs> step two, appear drunkenly in some PA's bed. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. 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 I mean... Yeah, yeah, he's probably a scumbag. Uh, but he's Oscar winner. He's yeah. an Oscar winner now. Oh, man. Yeah. But yeah, he's in this movie for like, I don't even know why Two he's in seconds. this movie. Was he famous now? I don't know. Time? The Affleck's were, I mean. It's hard to say. They were in bit parts in like Lampoon movies and stuff like that. It, they were, you know, Casey Affleck always did interesting roles, which is why it's so disheartening to realize he's a dick. <laughs> Allegedly. Well, allegedly his roles are interesting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think he is. I think he's a good actor. I, 
It would have been great because he like the, you know he gets called in like a Japanese restaurant or something. It would have been great if he gets off the phone and then just like starts insulting the guy next to him, so he'll like punch him because he feels bad that like he let his family burn while he's going to a convenience store. Okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah, so he kind of learns the art of of yeah pleasing women from a book. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he gets it like it's like a secret book in a secret compartment in the library. He like yeah. Nicholas Cage's that shit. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool that one one thing will work for all people. That's that's the takeaway well, from this. Well, it's a movie. big book. But it's it's like a scrapbook, but the thing is is that like I can't see any group of high school dudes compiling this scrapbook. Oh yeah, they're like really good at scrapbooking. Yeah. Like, <laughs> actually, we love this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's just, we like, should it's, go more to the crap bar. Yeah, just transitions from like sexual positions to like recipes yeah like they have like little squiggly lines around it like they've done us like artfully it's like this opening titles to save by the bell is like imposed on this book that would be an it, amazing movie if they started compiling a sex manual and then they just learned to like come together as like men with their love of scrapbooking right come together all right <laughs> yeah there's nothing more dated in this like pre-internet not pre-internet because there was it was an early version of the internet but the yeah. idea that yeah teenagers learn sex from a secret book that's hidden in the library somewhere the weirdest part of this movie <laughs> is that they have the internet and no sex happens anywhere on the internet you know like they don't learn anything from the internet they don't watch porn on the internet that's, the, yeah. that's there's the one part. scene where Jim signs up for like online dating and you're like what a loser <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> only uh, yeah that's, that's what it's uh, supposed uh, to be yeah uh, yeah there is a scene uh, that happens. <laughs> if anyone wants to date Rob, where can they find you? Rewatchability yeah. host. <laughs> what Patreon level <laughs> gets Rob- a dinner with Rob? Uh, it's 12 bucks. Yeah, specializing in Rob's rundown. It's like, I don't want to click on this guy. <laughs> what is he running down? Why do you have that scrapbook under your arm? <laughs> hey, I got this from Casey Affleck. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Swipe. Swipe left. <laughs> um, yeah, it's weird. Uh, there okay, is well, there's so, one scene that happens on on the internet. Well, that's uh, what online. Yeah. we oh, need to we, get we to we that to get because to that, yeah. it's pr- it's probably the most jarring scene in this movie. <laughs> it's More horrifying. jarring than the pie thing, obviously, because well, pies can't consent. We don't really care about them, right? <laughs> This movie uh, could have been called American Webcam. This is like this is like a half hour chunk in the movie. Yeah, it's a big it's a big chunk of the movie. So, well, so he the exchange student asks him to help her with with her world history homework, and she lets it sort of slip that she's going to come straight from ballet practice and she's going to need to change at his place. I don't know why she says this, or maybe she has a reason for saying it. It's fine, okay. um, but she, he tells. It should be noted she has a terrible, terrible accent. Yeah. We, yeah, it's an accent from nowhere. <laughs> yes, Europe. Well, she's a yeah. foreign exchange student from you know <laughs> from that Eurasian. <laughs> yeah, but so um, he tells all of his friends this. You know, he's really excited that there's going to be a naked girl in his house, and they convince him that he should broadcast this. They don't have the word stream yet mm-hmm. over the internet so that they can all see this. Nobody steps in to say, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> this this seems- is illegal <laughs> yeah. for good reasons. Yeah. Yeah. No, it doesn't happen. And so they go about this plan. They set it all up and she goes and changes. Well, Jason Biggs runs over to his friend's house down the street and she does, in fact, start stripping down and she finds his like dirty magazines. And, you know, he's like embarrassed because he he likes Mm -hmm. this girl. But she gets a a bit aroused and starts, uh, (laughs) I mean... I can't believe there's, I'm describing this. There, no, you don't have to. It's just there's I just hold need on. to describe it in detail. Wait, dim the lights. <laughs> Rob, go on. Yeah, so she unbuttons s- her shirt. No, but say slowly. it more in a sultry tone. Yeah, there we go. NPR your voice a little and more. Then her hand moves slowly. <laughs> oh, okay. No, if he was to NPR his voice would be like, and <laughs> yeah. and uh apparently <laughs> yeah. her hand down her. Yeah. I just think NPR is mostly filth. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right, yeah. It's like <laughs> and this stripping in three acts. Uh, <laughs> Act one, seats. That's the only program we know from NPR. He's pro Terry Grossabone. (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) not in the way that this movie would have it. Oh, God. Yeah. But so they do this thing. And she... Yeah, which, again, it's like... uh, It's it's, it's a bad... It's a weirdly written scene. Because I just... It feels like this character is not a human being. No. (laughs) At all. Because it's like, what... Who would change in someone's room 
you know, in, in the span of a few minutes before you're supposed to study. And then she lies down on his bed and starts masturbating. Yeah, outside of, it's like, just, last night's dream. It, it's just so insane. The whole, like, it doesn't even, like, make any sense, right? I mean, it only makes sense. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> It only makes sense in the context of a porno video. Like, if the movie started at that point, and then it turned into a sex film at that point, and lasted only ten minutes, then it makes sense. I don't even know what it is. Is it like a sexist thing? Is it like a Eastern European xenophobic thing? I have no idea. (laughs) He sent this this streaming link out to everyone in high school. Uh, Yeah, and so he replied all on that shit. Yeah, and so it goes to it goes to this one lame kid in uh, like a science lab. It goes to Blink one eighty two, one eighty two, and a monkey, and a monkey. Oh man, I was thinking about that now. Like if if that happened today, like that could ruin your career. Yeah, like if it came out to like if it came out to like. Fleet foxes were like all <laughs> watching a video of a high school student getting naked that would like Fleet foxes. be like blacklisted and a fleeting career. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it was it was weird, and it, yeah, it was weird to see them all like friends because I don't know. I, I still listen to Blink 182. What? Yeah, yeah you went to a Blink 182 concert. I didn't end up going to the concert. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, it was just too far away. Is, uh, is it because Rob and I said that you were dead to us if you went? <laughs> no, you threatened that a lot. No, I. It was I. I loved Blink 182 when I was in high school, and uh, and I got into pop punk a lot, and I got into punk through them. And yeah, so it was weird seeing them in this movie. Sometimes I feel like a referee between the two of you. <laughs> oh, between Rob and I? Yeah. Because yeah. he like listened to death metal in high school it's and would have like totally this. beaten me up. I would, why do you assume I'm violent because I listen to loud music? That's prejudiced. Why do you think I'm prejudiced? Because I listen to punk. <laughs> It's not That's punk. violent. It's not punk. Yeah, it's not punk. <laughs> not, it's That's prejudiced. All right. Fair enough. Punk bands don't have like pet monkeys. <laughs> Only, I think yeah. Henry Rollins had a monkey. <laughs> yeah, but he's not a punk musician anymore, is he? Doesn't he just go on like lecture tours now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. I think he's on NPR. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so yeah, so, so he he goes over to seduce yeah, her. Yeah, his friends convince him to run over and seduce her. So he races back to his house mm-hmm. and he interrupts her act of self pleasure and <laughs> says, "Hey, God. looks like you need a hand." Right. Which initially she doesn't seem impressed about, but then she doesn't seem too disturbed about either. And yeah. But then also, yeah, she seems horrified that he like came in. It's like, what are you doing in your own room 25 minutes after you left me here to change? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a weird reaction. And, and then she gets him to strip down. And that's weird. And that's the thing. It's almost as if she knows. And that's the thing that is the embarrassment in, in the high school. That's the no, thing. No, it's not. He the, like the stripping he down? strips down. He throws the like shirt over the camera, oh, but not. it falls off. Right. But the thing is, is that then she like then she decides that she in this fantasy written by some idiot uh, <laughs> that she wants him. I think we've established that the screenwriter was Don McLean. Go on. <laughs> he like touches her like on her thigh, and he <laughs> ejaculates instantly. Yeah. And this is, he's embarrassed, uh, to right. say the least, yeah. uh, because not he, all of his friends are watching. He doesn't know that Blink-182 is watching. <laughs> right. He doesn't know that he's letting down a band. You know what? Yeah. Well, that should have been, like, part of the movie if he had, like, a Blink-182 poster. Yeah. The and then he layers that the, there is heroes. And they, he, they play the prom, and they're just like, hey, man, it happens to all of us. <laughs> like, yeah. That would have been good. But been. not twice. No, it happens twice. He it's convinces true. her, like, he recovers, he convinces her to, like, stay, <laughs> that he has, like, some reserves and Mm -hmm. then he she like starts to like put his hand down towards right and then it happens again that's why everyone's making fun of him at uh, school and in fact even later when he does actually get laid because spoiler everybody in this movie gets laid because it you know is written by somebody with the mind of a teen boy anyway willow from buffy makes him double up because she wants to (laughs) wants him to not be so sensitive (laughs) which i don't think is good advice willow <laughs> yeah, I, I think they tried to like, because I mean, a lot of people, I think, uh, like, either, I know there was something on Cracked recently about like, you know, movies that don't age well in the American pie scene is, is a particularly awful, you know, violation of this poor girl's privacy. But I think like, the screenwriters were aware they're doing that, which maybe even makes it worse. But their way of like rationalizing it was having 
him be so embarrassed like he goes right. to school and, and everyone's making fun him. of him right yeah exactly and yeah. we don't see her she's like shipped back to her country right away it is. which is <laughs> which probably doesn't even exist no yeah. which means that she's dead and he's, she, all, she's yeah, just, he, he's bummed out because he can't get a prom date her life she's been deported essentially like her yeah. life is in ruins she'll now. probably have to marry Dreamer. donald trump or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but there's like i think the thing finally is someone this. she can get with who will respect women yeah Impe- unimpeachable record there's yeah. no well, hopefully not <laughs> hopefully it's impeachable <laughs> but the thing is like this movie doesn't have like any real empathy for her. there's not like any point where they're like oh man we really miss our friend nadia <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly no but that well then at the very end he's talking to her over like an early version of skype mm. or whatever <laughs> yeah it's like he's using the webcam that was like the thing that yeah, yeah ruined she's like, you ruined my life. Yeah. Now let's chat. You sent me yeah. back to my war-torn country. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> They're shelling us. They're shelling us. <laughs> Russia's annexing us. <laughs> annexing. <laughs> Annexing. Well, no, that's great. She's I, all right because uh, she's she's in the sequel. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And she, she comes back. back. Does she maintain any semblance of pride? Have you seen... The sequel? I mean, I again, I saw it when it came out. I oh I wow, seen, you never saw it? No, this was like your favorite movie. <laughs> no, it wasn't my favorite movie. No, no, I didn't see, I didn't see any of the sequels. That's surprising. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I know. I, you know, we'll have to do it sometime. Yeah. <laughs> no, never. Nope, no, never. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the, the, the first sequel was pretty big, right? And even like first sequel was big, and even like the third one, maybe the third one was directed by Bob Dylan's son. Which is weird. That's Jacob weird. Dylan? <laughs> the other one. <laughs> Bob Dylan Jr.? <laughs> no, the guy that did Moon? Duncan Jones? That's, that's, Bo- that's David Bowie's Bowie son. son. Bob Bowie? <laughs> All right. David Bow? Yeah, <laughs> I think his name's Jesse Dylan, and he oh, directed okay. the third one. And then there was a fourth right. one. Like, I mean, ignoring the video ones, there was... Uh, <laughs> there's more in between. There was like Donovan's son. There was an. Uh, I think it was called American <laughs> Reunion, and it was right. like their ten year high school reunion. Right. Oh yeah, that was a major one though. That was like a major studio. Yeah, release. yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. That wasn't uh, ignoring the straight to video. Was there ones. also an American Wedding, or was that uh, Saved by the Bell gets married? No, American Wedding was the Bob Dylan son. Oh, one. okay. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, Did Bob make a cameo? <laughs> <laughs> it's an American pie. It's really yeah. Who wrote this? He's written some songs for some movies. Yeah. yeah. I just read about him co-writing a song with Gene Simmons. That sounded like a hilarious interaction. I heard about that. Oh, yeah. Weird. <clears throat> Didn't Lou Reed also write a song with Kiss? Yeah, but Lou Reed was an asshole. That's true. I guess Bob Dylan was an asshole. Yeah, so, probably. So Jason Biggs, he can't he can't get a date to prom now. That's because right. Because it, it all fucked everybody it all up. He, he has the to whole scrape school. the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. People that know an instrument. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes to Allison Hannigan and invites her to the prom. And, and uh, he's such a dick about oh, it, he's too. he's such a dick. And Allison Hannigan's a catch. Yeah. Especially now, it's like, like, a Buffy fan I'm like fuck you. he's just like yeah. you wanna go yeah yeah. I kinda had a crush on Allison Hannigan when sure. I was in high school sure yeah. Yeah. yeah I was there with you yeah sure in spirit that's weird <laughs> but also fuck like, away from her <laughs> why like is it do none of like the guys that she's friends with like they're yeah. like in a rung lower where they're just they're just staying at home. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's if, how you're, it works. if you're a dude that plays an instrument, you're just like yeah. There, you have there's to drop a hierarchy. Out of there's a hierarchy. It's like sports people, regular girls, regular people, band girls, band girl. I can't do this. <laughs> this feels so you. wrong. Nor, nor should you. But it's yeah. weird. It's weird. I dated guys... someone who played the flute. Yeah. Yeah. Let, okay. <laughs> I had some fun. Did you treat them like dirt because they could play the flute? I don't think so. Oh, good. Okay, that's we good. went to prom together. It was oh, well, there you go. It was oh lovely. wow. Okay, yeah. nice. We dated for years. That's that's very nice. Yeah, it's a good. That's a happy story. Yeah. Well, in the movies, like he marries her. Oh, really? Yeah. That's the that's the American wedding. Oh, so well, I didn't go that far. <laughs> Dodged the bullet there. Yeah, not for a band geek, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's weird the, the hierarchy of the school too, because it seems like uh, the sports guys are on top or whatever. But then these guys who are not nice to anyone ever are kind of like mid level in the school, which yeah. weirds me out. 
They're like mid-level douchebags. Yeah. Like fringe douchebags. Like, you know how there's the people who, like, they don't fall in any group, but because they're quirky enough, they can sort of go between groups? Yeah. These guys are like that because they're just, like, assholes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're just, like, the right amount of asshole to sort of fit in with. And like, they have no thing. real personalities, really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Finch has a personality. He's pretty widely drawn. Yeah. Maybe, it's- I mean, it's not fair to call them assholes maybe but yeah it's like, not fair to these fictional characters in these <laughs> dumb movie from 20 years ago yeah oh, i mean maybe it's not fair to like our younger selves <laughs> maybe to call these right, assholes right. because yeah. we're probably more or we're more like them than we'd like to admit though not with the streaming thing that never <laughs> or the pie fucking thing until last night right then you had to try it out yeah All right. <laughs> which was for work it was for the podcast you yeah. can yeah. you can write that pie off it's, your taxes oh i did yeah. <laughs> actually let me give you that receipt right okay. now no 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 receipts by the way remember Do to put your patreon like <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is uh, a scintillating things it goes to uh so they go to prom yeah that's uh, right i feel like every teen movie in the 90s was like you know what's gonna kill if we have like a funny prom band <laughs> like that's yeah. gonna be a it's like a guaranteed joke so yeah. they have like this silly like band with like oversized turbans or something that was really weird was so this, weird this was pre-9-11 <laughs> So and like they had Blink One Eight Two, just fucking put them on stage. I don't know. Yeah, they just, wouldn't play the prom. They're just watching porn in a garage somewhere <laughs> with a monkey. <laughs> like yeah, a, what are they doing? Like an Indiana uh, Jones villain. <laughs> they are probably arrested by federal authorities. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, uh, we gotta claim this computer. Oh no, guys. Oh no. That monkey was an undercover agent. It's good thing they didn't like to, like <laughs> Pete Townsend in front of his computer. <laughs> it's for research. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I wrote American Pie. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, so they go to the prom, and and Finch has not been able to get a date, even though his plan was to like leak these rumors about himself. Yeah. One of the rumors was that he he had sex with Stifler's mom, and so Stifler gets him back by putting a potion in. in <laughs> stop right there! It's not a potion. I don't know. No, it's love potion number nine. Yeah, I. Uh, oh makes, no, it's love potion number six. Uh, number two, I think, is what it was because <laughs> it makes him poop a lot. Does calling it a potion make you feel better if you ever have to take a laxative? <laughs> yeah, so it make you feel like. Like you're in Harry Potter world. Yeah, exactly. Go to the apothecary and get a, and get a potion. It's like, sir, just please, yeah, take this. Yeah, he sort of like here. ruins his uh, his chance. Yeah, because he poops in the girls' washroom and comes out, and everyone's laughing at him. Which is like this movie is is kind of harsh. Is like uh, dreams and diarrhea. nightmares. Yeah, it's not real. None of this movie is real. It's just dreams and nightmares that these writers have had. It yeah. does kind of feel like that. It, yeah, like, yeah, it's true. There is like, what year is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because this is a nightmare. Like coming out of the bathroom after having not such a good time and then everyone laughing at you yeah. never happens in life. Like not once has it happened in life. It's been a fear, but not once has it happened, you know? No, never. So, never. <laughs> oh, Rob. Just looking into the distance. <laughs> is that your stomach? <laughs> uh, I gotta go. So he, yeah. so he goes to the prom. He there's there's a thing after at Stifler's house. Yeah, the is, big thing is that they're all going to Stifler's like cottage on the lake. Yeah, and it's gonna be a big thing, and that's where they're all gonna lose it. Mm-hmm. But Oz, like he tells Mina Savari that about the pact and everything, and he doesn't want to go through with it. Which I thought was kind of, that's in terms of a teen movie. She doesn't find out about the pact and is like, no, I don't want to like have sex with you now. Now that there's a pact behind it. He like, tells like, her about hot. it. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing I'm so, in the pact. So everyone will know? Uh, yeah. She, <laughs> she's, she's like, okay, I mean, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> that's cool. It's a, I understand these teen movies. You need a device, yeah. a mechanism. Yeah, exactly. I'm really into framing devices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they do it on I don't know a dock on, the, on a dock yeah yeah symbolic and then and yeah. then the guy the guy finally does it with uh, his girlfriend yeah they do it he says that he loves her yeah and they do it but then after the next day he bre- break she up. breaks up with him because yeah. it's, you know the long distance thing isn't going to work even obviously though, he was horrible in, in bed well they yeah. both seem to just have a terrible time <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, it wasn't great yeah who else is there and then there's and then there's Finch who actually the, lives up to his rumor. Yeah, he he finds himself in the he's looking for a washroom and he encounters Stifler's mom and they have like a Mrs. <laughs> so Robinson moment. It. Yeah. 
while Mrs. Robinson is playing. Yeah, they knew what they were doing. This movie's all about the subtleties. (laughs) (laughs) And we should talk about Jason Biggs. Yeah, Jason Biggs, uh, he fucks the pie again, right? Yeah, that's how he loses his virginity. Some more pie. Yeah, well, I mean, it turns out that... <laughs> it didn't count the first time. Uh, it doesn't count unless you come. Oh, God. I can't believe I said that. <laughs> Cut that out. Cut no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but then you, what if, what if they're... <laughs> Cut out a slice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, so so it turns out that Michelle, uh, Allison Hannigan's name, has actually seen it, and she that's why she got with She's seen the video, yeah. Yeah, she saw the video. They thought she was the only girl in school who hadn't seen it because she seemed so innocent. All of her once I was in band camp stories and so, like, stupidly. Except for the one with the pussy thing. Well, I mean, that's that's when, you know, she sort of reveals that she's kind of... Kind of freaky, right? And she was she wanted Jason Biggs because he was a sure thing. Yeah, though so, <laughs> didn't seem like much of a sure thing uh, <laughs> yeah. in the video. And then yeah, and then she does that whole say my name thing, which was a big. Everyone did that as a joke in high school all the time. Yeah, that was that was pretty good though. Like her when character is really. I mean, I like her character. <laughs> yeah, she's the yeah like she's like the only woman in this movie who's allowed to like own her sexuality really Mm -hmm. they were wise to make her like a part of the franchise yeah oh yeah because it does it does like it is a punchline to this movie in a sense because like yeah she like calls him bitch and stuff and like leaves in the morning before uh waking him like yeah but but he's like i feel used yeah i feel you yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's amazing (laughs) yeah which is which is kind of funny yeah yeah, it's kind of funny yeah yeah so men can be used too, and then and it's then, not cool. And then we have feelings, and then the next morning they're all kind of like in their post-quota bliss, and and right the one the they one, do like a debriefing. Yeah, the the weirdest oh. one is Mina Suvari and and Chris whatever his name is on the dock. He's the Chris that didn't make it. Yeah, it's not Pines Evans or <laughs> right. Pratt. Yeah. And yeah, they're not like wrapped in a blanket on the dock, like both still naked. And I was like, oh, there's yeah. people leaving this party <laughs> like all the time. Why are you in this kind of like Harlequin romance? book cover embrace they like, don't care Blade so weird when you're falling in love you don't care but, yeah but he still <sighs> tells everybody that they didn't have sex that right. he like didn't make the challenge preach um, yeah. which is the noble I guess I don't I, I mean like I guess it's noble not to brag but it's also just like you don't have to lie to your friends about it like yeah. you know what I mean yeah yeah just be like yeah we did and now we're going to start dating and it's yeah. nothing to be ashamed about. Yeah. I mean, it's weird though. Like this movie is all yeah. about like the pressure to have sex in high school and to lose your virginity. Yeah. Did you guys feel that pressure when you were in high school? Not until I saw this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then I made a pact with everyone in the high school. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got a webcam. <laughs> start, start shedding some of these moral values I've accrued right. over the years. And start making some money. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it was when I saw the 40 year old virgin. Right. That's, that's what <laughs> no, I don't think that I felt like that sort of pressure. Like there was like a sort of like, you know, you want to have like nice experiences, but I'm more like wanted to have like romantic experiences and meet right. somebody that I really connected with mm-hmm. with my penis. What's that what's that dating <laughs> profile again? Yeah. Rewatchability host. That's on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you use Blaine's picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And credit card. <laughs> what? I'm also on P Date, which is a dating site exclusively for podcasts. Casters. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to say punks. No. Uh, all right. Yeah. I will tell so you. wouldn't be on that. <laughs> Actually, when you said that, I thought I thought P date would be a radically different experience. <laughs> <laughs> this is for podcasters, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. You're the only one that thinks that. It's like on the first date. That like, explains a lot of my messages. <laughs> <laughs> like your date just being like, I'm going to go to the washroom. You're like, okay, fine. Why do you keep telling me that? Who's at POTUS? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Russian girls only. Oh my god, that's great! Wow. Uh, uh, I will tell you the only one moment of this movie, like, not a lot of it, like, felt that real in terms of my high school experience, except for the moment where everyone's kind of waking up after the party in that guy's in Stifler's house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like that's in, in like, Hollywood that's movies. That's like a moment. Yeah, they always go home after the party or get picked up or something. But, yeah. like, yeah, I always remember, like, if you go to a party and it's late and they're your friends, like, people just 
stay over. Yeah, like you wake up with a bunch of weird people yeah, that you, you don't really know. Watch. Somebody like makes some sort of breakfast thing. Yeah, you wake up with a hangover. You make pacts about things. I don't know. <laughs> no, but that, that felt kind of real to me. Well, I never stayed over at a party. I was I was oh, the DD really? always because I was the one that could drive out of my friends. So like, you you wow. mean you played role playing games after <laughs> uh, your parties? Yeah, I mean we stayed up late doing that, and yeah. that's where we really learned about life <laughs> and how to interact with people. <laughs> Let's make a pact. We'll never lose our virginity. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I gotta leave this party early, guys. Uh, Find a basement somewhere. Okay, well, let's start wrapping up. Blaine, you were the biggest fan of this movie as a kid, arguably. What did you think about watching it now? It kind of horrified me that I liked it so much as a teenager. I mean, I, I had problems with it as a teenager, for sure. But, like, there's so much to have problems with in this movie. And I'm glad I didn't, like, formulate who I am as a person. Uh, like, well, we got news for you. What? <laughs> you know more about me than me? Yeah. No, I... I yeah. So, there was some funny parts rewatching it, but not... Nothing laugh out loud. And the gross-out parts, they didn't hit as hard as the gross-out parts in, like, a Fairly Brothers movie. Because they know how to do that humor so much better. And I... Yeah, it, it felt like a lesser Fairly Brothers movie. It felt like a ripoff of one of their movies. But their movies aren't even like they're not gross out teen movies. Like they're gross out adult movies. Like that's true. Like yeah. there's something that completely different about that. Like, this seems more like in vain of like Ten Things I Hate About You or something like that. Except like you know less Shakespeare, more uh, semen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I I'd, so I'd say there's not it's not so much rewatchable okay. for me. Yeah. What about you, Rob? No. I mean, I didn't see this movie, so I didn't I didn't see this movie when it first came out, so I didn't know how horrible it was. I'm glad that I didn't see this to like, you know, be part of the things that formed my like opinion of women or like how to treat them as People? a partner yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Some of it was kind of funny, I guess. And there are like nuggets that I think are okay and kind of good. Like there's like Probably under like all of like the gross out sex stuff and uh, casual misogyny and not so casual misogyny. Yep. <laughs> like the Chris Klein stuff is kind of good. I like that like there's at least one character who's sort of like thinking about his actions. It's just too bad that like the movie doesn't or like nobody else. Well, and like, relegates that to like a, a funny character trait. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for but, sure. But like, on the, like, there's also like so much stuff that like is hinted at that doesn't really get fleshed out. Like, Natasha Leone is. Like, in a way, she doesn't really fit in this movie, I don't think, because she's better actor than all of these people. But also, she seems like an adult. Um, yeah, that, yeah. Again, like, I feel like I feel like this movie would have made way more sense if at the end it turned out she was like a ghost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or at least Finch. I don't know. I, 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 I kind of like that Finch and her never hooked up, though. I think that was a good choice. But they were going that way. Anyway. Yeah. But she's a cheerleader. <laughs> right. the thing she was in yeah that was another where movie where she wasn't into guys yeah, yeah. but there, there's hints of stuff that I really liked in this and like there's even like like hints of like the stuff between like the female friends like I really wish like that would have been more balanced so that this wasn't just like a creepy movie about yeah. creepy dudes well that's what 10 Things I Hate About are. You does so well yeah it does yeah. but that's also like that for me seems more like a girls movie like if right. you have to gender these things and I don't think you necessarily should but when I was in high school they were gendered and this was like for guys. A little bit. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you, JM? Uh, not rewatchable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I have to say it's not rewatchable also. I will, defending this movie a slight amount, I will say that I think it was effective for its audience at the time. Yeah. Like, I, I think it didn't condescend to kids. Right. And that's what people responded to yeah like it was r-rated it was you know pretty frank yeah there's an allure to that when you're a kid yeah totally but i don't think it's a good movie <laughs> in any way i think there's some funny performances i think eugene levy is very funny yeah i as the dad yeah, and, I, stand -up. and i kind of like jason biggs and uh some of the other people allison hannigan but a lot of the people who i, I think know. maybe dropped weren't in the sequels as much because they were bad, like that 
The acting? Yeah, they're just really like that guy I mentioned, Kevin. He's awful. Right. And yeah. uh, some of the others. Sean William Scott's actually pretty good. He's a good actor. He's a good actor. You guys seen Goon? Goon? Yeah, yeah, he's Goon great in Goon. So good. Oh, Goon. Yeah. yeah, I think he. I think he's a good actor playing a purposefully annoying character. Yeah. So yeah. you remember him as just being annoying, but That's he's actually gift. doing a, a really good job. Yeah. He's gifted at playing meatheads. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he's good, but yeah, I mean, like half the cast are just like, oh boy. Yeah. Ugh, Chris Klein. Most of the characters are like, oh boy. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah. And the characters too. It's, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't. And then it's, and I think like this movie kind of like, I mean, it's at its core, it's an ensemble movie and like half your ensemble is. It's, it's, it's weird because there are a ton good. of other teen movies that have the same problems as this movie, but I like them way more than this movie. Like can't hardly wait or ten things ahead, but you like, right. <laughs> yeah. There's no like non-consent issues in <laughs> can't hardly wait, is there? No, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> no, this yeah, and remember. that's that's hard. That's a hard part of this movie. We're watching it. Okay, so I think we've summed up how we feel about this movie nicely. Yeah. Um, Could use ice cream. <laughs> Get it? I <laughs> pastry joke. Um, so, uh, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find all of our episodes or, or the recent episodes of rewatchability.com. We're actually yeah. going to, I should have mentioned, we're going to have to start providing our back catalog episodes only to Patreon subscribers because our, our hosting has changed and, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be like a different system. So yeah, go to Patreon and, and if you donate, we'll send you uh, a link for all of those older episodes. In the meantime, if you, uh, Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and review us. Uh, I thought you were going to say Apple Pie. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe on Apple Pie. <laughs> and <laughs> Facebook.com slash Rewatchability, Twitter at Rewatchability. And again, Rob's out there on the internet. If you, if yeah. you, uh, if you want to date Rob. If you want to go on, on, on P date. <laughs> <laughs> it's Pie date now. <laughs> okay, good. Good. Oh, no. <laughs> no, not good. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.